and welcome back to another episode of How to Save the Planet. I'm joined today by a great guest, Louisa. Say hello. Hi. So Louisa, who are you? Tell us about yourself. So I head up the creative and content team at Friends of the Earth. So we, well, make things like this podcast, videos, design stuff. Sweet. So today we're going to be talking about all things elections and why we should care about the environment in elections. How, what are you feeling about elections? Talk to me. I'm feeling mildly exhausted about elections. Um, I was, yeah, thinking in setting this up, I was like, I think we're now on like the third election in five years in the UK. And wow. obviously like that's exhausting in itself, not to mention the amount of other stuff that's going on in UK yes. politics, which I personally can get like a bit overwhelmed by and also end up being like, I want to be kept up to date. I want to be making sure I'm doing my bit, but also it's like exhausting. And sometimes I want to pretend that the outside world isn't happening. Right, give me a bubble. Yeah. And then you have like worldwide politics as well. And like, I'm already starting to worry about the American elections and all sorts. So American elections are like long haul. We need to like strap ourselves in for that. You've really, it's a marathon, not a sprint. I know. It? Like, and yeah. I've never run a marathon, so. And I never will. <laughs> exactly. <but laughs> I hear that that's an accurate analogy. Yes. Uh, well, anyway, this is why I'm very glad we've got a really great guest with us today. Rosemary Harris, who's a political campaigner here at Friends of the Earth, to talk us through all things election and why we need to use our voice for climate justice. Welcome, Rosemary. Hello. Rosemary, tell us a bit about yourself. Uh, yes, I'm a political campaigner. I've been at Friends of the Earth for about two years now. I work in our political team, which means I basically spend time advising all of our campaigners on how they can achieve the political goals of their campaign, whether it's convincing politicians to care about what they're talking about, getting politicians to listen to the thousands of people on the ground who are asking for environmental change. Uh, yeah, and I do think, like... I too am exhausted of elections and we've had three and five years not not even mentioning the whole that whole Brexit vote that we had to do. Um, oh yeah, yeah, I knew I was forgetting a stressful something. <laughs> yeah, that was yeah. that was tiring. But you know, this is this is the first election where people are really talking about the environment and where it seems like it's something that politicians actually have to care about and prove that they care about. Um which is nice, you know. There's a there's a fight between calling it the Brexit election and the climate election, um, and whoever thought that would be happening? Louisa is dying. In the <laughs> Sorry, corner. I thought that was going to be positive. No, I, yeah. I just realised it was just the idea of that those being two quite um, big things that that this swings on and could like mm. could define, you know, just the next like future. Yeah. Hashtag no pressure. But Rosemary, okay, let's bring this back. Let's take this back to basics. If if I care about the environment, why should I care about the election? Well, as I said, like, so there's two reasons why. In general, you should care about uh, elections because much as we might have problems with how our politics is run and there's a lot of complaints about who is in charge and things like that, ultimately, you are electing people that hold power over the laws that, that we make in this country and... While it's really important that we all make the individual changes that we can and that we try try our hardest to live our most environmentally friendly lives, we all know that the climate crisis is such that we do actually need really urgent action from our elected MPs. And so, you know, the more that you can elect people that care about the environment and make it clear to people that you care about the environment and that it's something that they're going to be accountable on, then the more action will be taken. I think, like, even though that's such a... Like like a clear and obvious thing. I think it's so important to remind yourself of that because when you're in that haze and that fog, it's just my natural instinct is like don't engage because it's just easier not to. Yeah, I mean, so one of the things that I like, I tell people about politicians, especially when it's people going to meet them, uh, is that at the end of the day, 
you know, they, they, they're all like wearing suits and striding around Westminster and looking really important. But at the end of the day, they're accountable to you and not the other way around. We're electing them, you know, every, well, meant to be every five years, but every two years, apparently, <laughs> they get like a performance review, which is effectively your vote. And they have to make sure that they're doing the things that you want them to do. So in that, I've always struggled a little bit with caring about party manifestos, I guess is probably um, what I would say. Oh my God, yes. It's like... <laughs> They're long. They make a lot of promises that don't seem like they can be trusted. How does that really work in terms of translating into real action after? Yeah, I think it would... I don't think that any parties write their manifestos thinking that they're just sort of like fibbing about what they're talking about. I know that that's how, how we feel. I don't think that that is the case. I think that drilling down into the real specifics of like the policies they're putting in there and the budgets that they're putting into things is important if you're like an environmental campaigner or you're working in that field. But ultimately, you can kind of look at it as just like a set of core promises that they're making and what their intentions are as a party if they get into government. I think what's really important about the manifestos is that actually it's something that you can hold them to account for. So maybe they don't mean it, but they've said it and they've written it down. So you are within your rights as as a constituent to hold MPs to what they said they were going to do. OK, so I, I want to segue onto a question I have for you, Mana. You're a climate campaigner here, and there are things that people can do, right? There's, this isn't yeah. a kind of, come up with a solution, please, candidates. Like, we have solutions for them, right? No, no absolutely. The, like, good news and, like, the silver, li- silver lining in everything that we do is that the solutions are there, and we know the solutions, and they're achievable. The only thing that we have missing is... Uh, kind of political ambition and political will to deliver on those solutions. So we have our Friends of the Earth, um, our Climate Action Plan, which has our kind of six points, um, or kind of six action areas that we want the government to take action on. And that includes things like, for example, transport. We know transport is the biggest sector for our emissions in the UK. So it's, it's a very clear plan that says, hey, government, stop doing this on transport, on nature, on our buildings, our homes, heating our homes, and start doing all of the good things that we will not only stop it, like kind of the climate crisis, but also really like um, kind of benefit our lives. And I think we need to like in the election as well and in, in, in everything that we do is talk about the co-benefits. So for instance, having warmer homes because they're insulated better is not only good for the environment, but it's also great for families who struggle during winter. Um, and as we know, the climate crisis makes weather much more extreme. Um, so we could have harsher winters where this become even more important. And if we have better transport, hey, I don't need to use my car. Oh, what? Air pollution. Our air is clean. Yay! Yay, kids can breathe. Exactly. Their lungs are not small anymore because of air pollution. Woo! <laughs> but yeah, so we know the answers and um, we know the solutions. Uh, and we just, yeah, now it's kind of the role of your voices and, and using a period like the uh, kind of the election to let decision makers know that you want the climate crisis sorted and tackled head on. So when it, okay, so when it comes to candidates who are standing for office, what do we talk to them about like I gotta say I haven't really ever crossed paths with that many same candidates but also that like, you just I think if you're not prepped like they just appear then you don't want to be flustered and you want to be like okay because they will be doing yeah because they will be going around doing the door knocking thing exactly or they could be at the door knocking the thing door has knocking. a word for it canvassing. Canvassing. canvassing okay so they'll be out canvassing canvassing for votes yes or that's why you are a political campaigner Rosemary she knows the words yes she knows the words <laughs> like a political dictionary uh, so they'll be canvassing, they'll be knocking on your door. What are we going to say to them? Yeah. <laughs> if you have something specific in your constituency or anything, any issue that you're particularly worried about, just ask them about that. 
go for it. But if you yeah, if you don't want to be flustered, if you're not sure how you'd go about asking that question, and also, like, what you're actually looking for in the answer from them, which can be just as important. If you go to um, friendsoftheearth.uk forward slash general hyphen election, there's a list of, we've got five questions that we've written that you could ask your candidate um, that we sort of think signal that they're taking climate breakdown seriously. Uh, So we've got one about what they would do about the climate emergency if they were elected. We've got one asking if they'd make action on climate breakdown a deal breaker in how they vote in parliament. Uh, We've got a question on how how they'll tackle the public transport issues, how they plan to support getting rid of plastic pollution, how they plan to support doubling UK tree cover. Tree cover is really, really important for fighting climate breakdown. Uh, And then finally, we've got one asking their position on a third runway at Heathrow. Under those questions, we sort of list a few things that you can look out for in their answers that might be helpful when they're talking maybe at you uh, when you've asked them a question. I've realised that I said five questions and what I actually meant was six questions there were six questions that's fine the more the merrier the more the merrier so okay what I'm sort of taking though from this and from what we said to candidates um, about candidates earlier those questions hopefully will be really useful if you do want to engage in like a longer conversation or you are yeah in a frame of mind to like take Mm. them to task a little bit but if you're, if, you know, if you're not, you don't remember those questions, um, you don't have your phone on you to, like, look at them whilst you're talking to someone, like, it's still key that they just know that you care about this stuff, right? Yeah, for sure. If you if you don't have time, you don't want to talk to them, again, yeah, you don't have your phone, just tell them that you care about climate and the environment. Tell them that it's important to you. Just ask them what they do, even if they don't give you the answer that you want or you don't necessarily take in a lot of their answer they're going to be going door to door around their constituency and the more people they just hear those words from the more they'll understand that there's a demand from that in their constituency I want to jump now from the thing that I knew it was but didn't know the word for to the word that I keep hearing but I don't know what the thing is Hustings. Everyone keeps talking about going to Hustings. Just not, I, I do think of just like a husky dog now. I don't Ooh, know. That's just that sounds so adorable. Yeah. Yeah. Preferable, oh maybe. I feel like what's going to happen now is my answer is just like only going to be disappointing because it's yeah. what it isn't is a gathering of huskies and what it is is a gathering of parliamentary candidates, mm. um, which is less adorable. Yeah. But basically, a Hustings is where. The candidates for your constituency are all together and they'll be asked questions on how they plan to, what their policies are on certain things, how they plan to tackle certain issues. Um, There'll be general hustings, so that'll be on a wide range of issues that are affecting the constituency. Or you can have more specific hustings, so you could have one just about climate breakdown and sort of what their climate policies are, and that would be much more aimed directly at that and it's an opportunity for you to hear from candidates but also you can ask questions of them so if you feel like you haven't got the answer that you want on something just you can ask them and they're in a public place and when they say things in a public place they're much more accountable for it so yeah you get to ask questions at hustings right it's not like yeah. moderated by someone you get to just be like hey yeah at the end there'll be a, a there's usually a question and answer portion and uh, yes you'll be able to, to put your hand up and and ask a question In summary, then, what's the most important takeaway from this? What do we need to do? We all need to vote. Uh, We all need to make sure that we're registered to vote, um, which is the first step. So you need to make sure you're registered by the 26th of November. You can find out if you're registered on gov.uk forward slash register hyphen to hyphen vote. Uh, If you're not registered, you can just register on that website. Um, 
it's really important to check whether you are. Once you are registered, make sure everyone else you know is registered. And then on the 12th of December, get out and vote and pester everyone you know to get out and vote. Doesn't matter what the weather is, just do it. Uh, if you're a student, make sure that you're registered at home and at university. You can be registered in both places, but you can only vote in one. Um, so don't, you don't want to get stuck somewhere and realise that you can't vote. Uh, and that's it. Following on from Rosemary's great number one tip of making sure that you're registered to vote and then obviously to vote, um, a second tip would be to make sure you get as many candidates as possible to sign our Climate Action Pledge. Now, I hear you. What is this Climate Action Pledge, you say? So we want to ensure that as many candidates as possible sign the pledge, which essentially says that they'll vote to make the climate crisis a deal breaker in everything they do in Parliament and then support all the measures that we need to rapidly cut our greenhouse gas, gas emissions. We've made this really easy for you. So we've got a SNASI digital tool that allows you to put in your postcode and then it brings up all the candidates in your area and it allows you to email them asking them to take the pledge you'll then be able to see um, who in your areas on our on our kind of our website as well um, who are the candidates in your areas who have actually taken that pledge so I think sometimes it's hard if they, they may not come to your door you may not be able to go to hustings but this online tool makes it very easy um, and allows you to show that a you want the climate crisis to be taken seriously but also those in your community to do that as well so yeah if you uh, first thing make sure you vote but second thing use this digital tool to get your voice heard and get as many candidates in your area committed to our climate action pledge how was that i feel really hopeful um, i feel a lot better i'm not gonna lie i appreciate the um like actually having tangible solutions to point towards so it's not just a kind of it like sometimes i think i felt in the past that you're just begging people in power to be like please like come up with um something to do about yeah. this i'm scared uh and actually having yeah something tangible to push for like makes me feel better no exactly and I think also um, sometimes you can think that you're the individual in this and I think just reflecting on that how far the environment has come and how high the climate crisis is in terms of kind of like public concern just makes me like that alone gives me hope because I feel like I'm part of this wider community of people all wanting change and it's just not me in like the minority trying to get like trying to be kind of like almost David and Goliath situation like we are strong in our numbers no definitely and like it is really exciting actually that it's such a such a topic at the moment that that is like really in the public eye and it's really you know what the top four issues that people are, are caring about in the elections and that's like obviously, ideally, we wouldn't be in a climate emergency, but that the fact cool. that whilst we are in one, it is actually like being top of the agenda and um, something that people really care about is really encouraging, I think, and a good. That's you know the better place to be. Yeah. In. So just to end on with Rosemary's top tips. Uh, so number one, vote. Always vote. Um, and you can head to www.gov.uk slash register hyphen to hyphen vote. So, yeah, go check that you're registered. Make sure that you have got time on the 12th to go and actually submit that vote. And then um, if you want questions to talk to your candidates about or you want kind of any further information about um, some of the parameters that we really want to make sure are captured in like party manifestos and stuff um, during the election then head to friendsoftheearth.uk slash general hyphen election and we've got the questions that Rosemary was talking about there as well as um, yeah some kind of more information yeah. and, and the postcode the tool, tool yes. uh, yeah and the postcode tools so you can go see if your candidates are 
signing up to our pledge. Yes, and email them if you haven't, uh, which is awesome. Just be loud. Make your opinions Make known. Make noise. You matter. And I think, yeah, finally, like, these candidates are there to serve us and serve and kind of make sure that they're creating policies that actually fight the climate crisis. So be empowered and remember that your voice matters and it's not the other way around. I've fully transitioned from being like, oh my God, no, another election, to being like, yeah, another election. Yes, gonna... let's go. Someone give me a placard. Sorry. Where are we going? I don't know, but someone's going to hear my message. 26th of November. Fab, well, that's it from us. I uh, hope you've got everything you needed in terms of elections. We'll be back next time for another episode of How to Save the Planet. Thank you.